Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom. Get George today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founder's Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible, and it also includes historical documents from the Founder's era. It truly is a treasure, and I highly recommend one for you and your family. You can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also reading from the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. Seriously, I'm so glad you're here. And hopefully that means that someone that is listening has shared it with you. So thank you so much for sharing this with this person in your life. Thank you. And you can absolutely, if this is your first one, you can go ahead and continue from here and go to the end, or you can just stop it, this episode right here and go to the day one episode and let today literally be your first day in starting to read the Bible in a year, because who needs to wait until January 1st? We don't. We absolutely do not. In fact, I do not recommend that we do that at all. So go ahead and jump in today. For connection and community, you can always consider checking out the Move Forth with Grace group on my website. It's just a place for us to gather, um, ask questions, uh, get to know each other who's listening to the podcast, and just literally create a community there. That is what it is for. So today is day 91, and we will be reading 1 Samuel 26 and 27, 1 Chronicles 8, and Acts 18. David again spares Saul, chapter 26. Then the Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is it not David hiding on the hill of Hachilah, which is before Jeshimon? So Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having with him three thousand chosen men of Israel, to search for David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul camped in the hill of Hachilah, which is before Jeshimon, beside the road And David was staying in the wilderness. When he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness, David sent out spies, and he knew that Saul was definitely coming. David then arose and came to the place where Saul had camped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the commander of his army. And Saul was lying in the circle of the camp, and the people were camped around him. Then David said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai the son of Zeruah, Job's brother, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping inside the circle of the camp, 
with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the people were lying around him. Then Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hand. Now therefore, please let me strike him with the spear to the ground with one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be without guilt? David also said, As the Lord lives, surely the Lord will strike him, or his day will come that he dies, and he will go down into battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed, but now please take the spear that is at his head and the jug of water and let us go. So David took the spear and the jug of water from beside Saul's head, and they went away, but no one saw or knew it, nor did any awake, for they were all asleep, because a sound sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Then David crossed over to the other side and stood on top of the mountain at a distance with a large area between them. David called to the people and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, Will you not answer, Abner? Then Abner replied, Who are you who calls to the king? So David said to Abner, Are you not a man? And who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded your lord, the king? For one of the people came to destroy the king, your lord. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, all of you must surely die, because you did not guard your lord, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spear is and the jug of water that was at his head. Then Saul recognized David's voice and said, Is this your voice, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my lord the king. He also said, Why then is my lord pursuing his servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore, please let my lord the king listen to the words of his servant. If the Lord has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is men, cursed are they before the Lord. For they have driven me out today, so that I would have no attachment with the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go serve other gods. Now then, do not let my blood fall to the ground away from the presence of the Lord. For the king of Israel has come out to search for a single flea, just as one hunts a partridge partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Returned, my son da- Return, my son David, for I will not harm you again, because my life was precious in your sight this day. Behold, I have played the fool and have committed a serious error. David replied, Behold the spear of the king. Now let one of the young men come over and take it. The Lord will repay each man for his righteousness and his faithfulness, for the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I refuse to stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. Now behold, as your life was highly valued in my sight this day, so may my life be highly valued in the sight of the Lord, and may he deliver me from all distress. Then Saul said to David, Blessed are you, my son David. You will both accomplish much and surely prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. David flees to the Philistines. Chapter 27. Then David said to himself, Now I will perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than to escape into the land of the Philistines. Saul then will despair of searching for me any more in all the territory of Israel, and I will escape from his hand. So David arose and crossed over, he and six hundred men who were with him, to Ashish, the son of Maok, king of Gath. And David lived with Ashish at Gath, he and his men, each with his household, even David with his two wives, Ah Ahinom, the the Jezreelites, 
and Abigail the Carmelitess, Nabal's widow. Now it was told that David had fled to Gath, so he no, no longer searched for him. Then David said to Ashish, If now I have found favor in your sight, let me get let me give let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country that I may live there. For why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So Ashish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore, Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. The number of days that David lived in the country of the Philistines was a year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided the Geshurites and the Gerzites and the Amalekites, for they were the inhabitants of the land from ancient times, as you come to Shur, even as far as the land of Egypt. David attacked the land and did not leave a man or woman alive, and he took away the sheep, the cattle, the donkeys, the camels, and the clothing. Then he returned and came to Ashish. Now Ashish said, Where have you made a raid today? And David said, Against the Negev of Judah and against the Negev of the Jeremalites, against the Negev of the Kenites. David did not leave a man or a woman alive to bring to Gath, saying, Otherwise they will tell about us, saying, So has David done, and so has been his practice all the time. He has lived in the country of the Philistines. So Ashish believed David, saying, He has surely made himself odious among his people, Israel. Therefore, he will become my servant forever. First Chronicles chapter 8, Genealogy from Benjamin. And Benjamin became the father of Bela, his firstborn, Ashbel, the second, Abarah, the third, Nohah, the fourth, and Rapha, the fifth. Bela had sons Adar, Gera, Abahud, Abishua, Naaman, Ahoah, Gera, Shephuphan, and Haram. These are the sons of Ehud. These are the heads of fathers' households of the inhabitants of Geba, and they carried them into exile to Manahath, namely Naaman, Ahijah, and Gera. He carried them into exile, and he became the father of Usa and Ahihud. Shasharim became the father of children in the country of Moab after he had sent away Hushim and Bara, his wives. By Hodesh, his wife, he became the father of Jobab, Zibia, Misha, Malcham, Jus, Sashia, Murma. These were his sons, heads of fathers' households. By Hushim, he became the father of Abitub and Elpale. The sons of Elpale were Eber, Misham, and Shemed, who built Ono and Lod with its towns, and Beria and Shema, who were heads of fathers' households of the inhabitants of Ajalon, who put to fight the inhabitants of Gath, and Ahio, Shashak, and Jeremoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Michael, Ishba, and Joah were the sons of Beria, Zebediah, Meshulam, His, Hiski, Heber, Ishmarai, Islia, and Jobab were the sons of Elpal, Jachim, Zikri, Zabdi, Elinai, Zelithai, Oliel, Adiah, Bariah, and Shimrath were the sons of Shimei. 
Ishpan, Eber, Elil, Abdan, Zishri, Hanan, Hanaiah, Elam, Anthoth, Ijah, Ifdaya, and Penuel were the sons of Shashak. Shimshurai, Shahurai, Athaliah, Jerashiah, Elijah, and Zishri were the sons of Jeraham. These were heads of the father's households, according to their generations, chief men who lived in Jerusalem. Now in Gibeon, Jeel, the father of Gibeon, lived, and his wife's name was Makkah. And his firstborn son was Abdon, then Zer, Kish, Baal, Nadab, Geder, Ahio, and Zechar. Mikloth became the father of Shemai, and they also lived with their relatives in Jerusalem, opposite their other relatives. Genealogy from King Saul. Ner became the father of Kish, and Kish became the father of Saul, and Saul became the father of Jonathan. Malchai, Shua, Abinadab, and Ishbal. The son of Jonathan was Meribbaal, and Meribbaal became the father of Micah. The sons of Micah were Python, Malek, Terei, and Ahaz. Ahaz became the father of Jehuda, and Jehuda became the father of Alameth, Asmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri became the father of Moza. Moza became the father of Bini. Rapha was the, his son, Elisha his son, Asel his son. Asel had six sons, and these were their names. Azrakam, Bosheru, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. All these were the sons of Azel. The sons of Eshek, his brother, were Ulam, his firstborn, Jush, the second, and Eliphalet, the third. The sons of Ulam were mighty men of valor, archers, and had many sons and grandsons, 150 of them. All these were the sons of Benjamin. Acts chapter 18. Paul at Corinth. After these things he left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Achilla, a native of Pontus, having recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. He came to them, and because he was this of the same trade, he stayed with them, and they were working, for by trade they were tent makers. And he was reasoning in the synagogue every Sabbath and trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. But when Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul began devoting himself completely to the word, solemnly testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. But when they resisted and blasphemed, he sh- shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am clean. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. Then he left there and went to the house of a man named Titus Justus, a worshiper of God, whose house was next to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, believed in the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, when they heard, were believing and being baptized. And the Lord said to Paul in the night by a vision, Do not be afraid any longer. But go on speaking and do not be silent, for I am with you, and no man will attack you in order to harm you, for I have many people in this city. 
and he settled there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But while Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him before the judgment seat, saying, This man persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or of vicious crime, O Jews, it would be reasonable for me to put up with you. But if there are questions about words and names and your own law, look after it yourselves. I am unwilling to be a judge of these matters. And he drove them away from the judgment seat. And they all took hold of Sosthenes, the leader of the synagogue, and began beating him in front of the judgment seat. But Gallio was not concerned about any of these things. Paul, having remained many days longer, took leave of the brethren and put out to sea for Syria, and with him were Priscilla and Aquila. In in Sincre, he had his hair cut, for he was keeping a vow. They came to Ephesus, and he left them there. Now he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer time, he did not consent. But taking leave of them and saying, I will return to you again, if God wills, he set sail from Ephesus. When he had landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church and went down to Antioch. Third Missionary Journey And having spent some time there, he left and passed successfully through the Galatian region and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, an Alexandrian by birth, an eloquent man, came to Ephesus, and he was mighty in the scriptures. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he was speaking and teaching accurately the things concerning Jesus, being acquainted only with the baptism of John. And he began to speak out boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wanted to go across to Asia, the brethren encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. And when he had arrived, he greatly helped those who had believed through grace. For he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, demonstrating by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. And those are our readings today. just taking a moment to let it sink in. We, we really are very much in the Saul and David and all of the challenges that David faced with Saul. And just, you know, it's very powerful that David refused to, to harm him. And just the continuation of the challenges that he would face which leads to many of the psalms that were written. And continuing to build the church of Christ in Acts today, just taking a moment to imagine that time, like what that would be like, what that would even look like. I'm sure it wasn't easy. And we can just take a moment to be grateful that all the people that helped to build the church of Jesus, the first one, 
just take a moment to just be so grateful that they did not stop. They never, no matter how challenging it was, it never stopped. They never stopped. Very powerful. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for another day in your word. A good day it is when we get to be in your word because we are not perfect. We make mistakes. We say and do things that we shouldn't. We lose our temper. But that is why we need you, Jesus. We need you because we are not perfect and because we continue to make mistakes each and every day. And that is why it is on us to continue to come to you and to ask for forgiveness. Just say, Lord, I'm so sorry I did it again. Thank you for that opportunity. Thank you for the awareness of when we do make mistakes and for the opportunity to strengthen our faith in you. Thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. I am just so happy that you're here. And also, if you have been doing this since day one and you're still here, thank you. It means a lot. Continue to share this with others in your life if you if you are enjoying this and if it is transforming you in some way please don't hesitate to share it and really the only thing that would be transforming you is bathing soaking in the word of god i look forward to being with you in the next episode take care <laughs>